Hello, and welcome to this installment of the 2011 Fire Authors Podcast Series brought to you by Jones & Bartlett Learning. My name is Bill Kimball. While at FDIC in Indianapolis, I had the opportunity to speak with several authors who've worked in partnership with Jones & Bartlett to discuss the textbooks they've authored. What follows is a previously recorded interview between myself and Mike Ward, author of Fire Officer, Principles and Practice, 2nd Edition. Mike Ward has served as a volunteer firefighter and EMT, both in private, volunteer, and seasonal positions, and as a paid firefighter paramedic. During his 25-year career with Fairfax County Fire and Rescue in Virginia, he worked in every division of the department, retiring as the acting EMS division administrator. Mike has held leadership positions within the Northern Virginia EMS Council, Washington Metropolitan Council of Governments, and the International Association of Fire Chiefs. He was formerly the fire science program head at Northern Virginia Community College and former chair of the National EMS Management Curriculum Subcommittee at the USFA National Fire Academy. Thanks for joining us today, Mike. Can you tell our listeners about what inspired you to write the text? Well, thanks. It's great to be here. It's always exciting to talk about the fire officer book. And uh, the reason we wrote the book is that I was teaching fire officer classes at the community college, and I was really frustrated because of the available textbooks, one is bland by design. They, they teach it to the standard, and that's it. There's nothing else there. There's no enrichment. There's nothing there. The second one was... They, had, they talked about management concepts that they didn't identify where it came from, and at least in one case, they misidentified it. So it was, and neither book was good enough to be used at a community college. And studying out of those books, oh, it was terrible trying to write questions out of those books for promotional exams or trying to use them as references. So, so our, the fire officer principles and practice book has got much more richness in it, so you can use it as a college textbook, as a reference material, or to teach fire officers to actually function as fire officers beyond just the theory or whatever the certification exam requires. Great. Thanks for that response, Mike. What themes, principles, or philosophical approach did you incorporate during the development of your textbook, and how does this differentiate your book from other available manuals? So one of the things we did for the second edition is we embedded safety in all the chapters. So each chapter has an has a example from the firefighter near-miss reporting system. For example, in Chapter 15 on managing incidents, we have a 2008 report where a fire officer reports responding to an event with a crew of two, one being a six-year veteran and one being a two-week veteran. And during initial operations, they had to pull out because of deteriorating conditions. He lost crew integrity because the guys were freelancing. That was the learning point from this from this example. And we took that case and we we made it as part of our examples of managing instance about maintaining crew integrity. Each chapter has an example of a near miss event that is then woven into the chapter as part of the learning process. So that's one of the things that makes makes the makes the uh, second edition unique. The other thing is that we really looked at the re- the the new research coming from from uh, National Institutes of Standards Technology and Underwriters Laboratory. This has been really dramatic stuff that will eventually change how we do structural firefighting in the United States. Um, so we've talked in there about, the, about what NITS did with wind-driven fires, and you know, they did a real big study with New York City Fire Department about two, three years ago. Just now the information, the result of the research is coming out, and we are talking about it in this book. Uh, I'm pretty sure in the next 10 years, five years, uh, how we fight structure fires is going to be influenced by the work done by the, by, uh, the guys at NITS and the guys at Underwriters Laboratory. And this is the only book that has that covered. So that's another thing that makes this book different than the other textbooks. So, Mike, as a content expert in the area of fire leadership and administration, what do you think are compelling reasons for instructors to switch to your book from other resources currently available today? Because... 
we made an extra effort to be completely up to date with what's going on in the industry, both in terms of how the NFPA standards being developed, as well as the research behind it, as well as real-life experiences with line-of-duty deaths and near-misses and, and other analysis, the, the IFC and the IFF deployment study that was just being completed as, as the second edition came out, we had that information in the book. So with all this information, the trend is, is that the fire officer has more new data to absorb and act on than a fire officer of 10 years ago. And that's, that's part of the trend. The second trend is, is the working within this information-rich resource that a, a, fire, a firefighter today has more capability of getting information through the Internet, through social media and stuff, than, than his predecessor did five years, ten years ago. So that's sort of dry. So the fire officer now is almost overwhelmed with information sources. We help straighten or point the right point them in the direction of where good information is and how they can utilize the information to make a difference as a fire officer. The other theme we did in this book, which is I'm really proud about, is that besides taking the theory and talking about what's happening right now, we then this then explain how does that person, the fire officer, fire officer candidate, implement that in real life as a, as a supervisor or administrator. And, and the feedback I've gotten is that that's really been one of the more valuable things because you can read the text, you, you can read the concepts or, or go look it up on the internet, but then we took the extra step to say, okay, how do I apply it in a real life situation, giving a, a scenario, because each, each chapter starts with a scenario that sort of drives a couple learning points in that chapter. So we have a scenario of a new officer supervising a crew that's had bad experiences, that, that they, they've, you know, they've had a sudden change. His, uh, the captain got promoted. The new lieutenant suddenly is in charge of the shift. And he's got a bunch of fairly new crew, which is very similar to what's happening right now in many fire departments. And the crew isn't doing a very good job because they're lacking both experience and perhaps some effective training. So, so part of that challenge in the training and coaching chapter is to, is to how, how do I go from this really not great performing crew to one that's going to do a really good job. One of the really cool things that Jones and Bartlett Learning has done is develop this fantastic learning and teaching system. Most fire departments are saying they need to have distance learning or distributed education in an alternative way that they don't have the time or the money to let folks spend 30, 40 hours a week in class, or 40 hours a semester in class. They need to find other ways to do it. What's really fantastic about the Jones and Bartlett Learning System is that it is, as an instructor, when I saw the demonstration, I said, man, I can use this right now. I can put it to work. I can have a, I can have a class of diverse folks that both in class as well as distance ed. Um, for officer training especially, they're ready on the job. So that means that, that we probably can't pull them out of the station to send them to class. But the way the JBL Learning System is, we can set up a a program that tracks every student's behavior and student activity to make sure that they're staying on track, they're doing the work, we, they have self-test and self-assessment opportunities so, so the, the, the type A folks can, can, can assert themselves right away and the ones we need to nudge, we can start nudging them early enough to get them to be successful. What is really cool in terms of if I was a state director is that I could run a state program or a regional program and cover it all under one system. So I could, let's say, every Every spring, I run an officer one class. Well, I, the, the, the system is robust enough to support a wide-ranging um, program where folks from all over the state can go take a class, and, they come, and then they can come together and take the final exam, whatever the state requirement is for testing. So the, and the other thing with the JBL learning system is good is that we can 
personalize it for that individual company. So I could take, let's say, the concepts of coaching. Then I can add what the XYZ Fire Department has in terms of um, procedures or policies or examples. Or I can take the existing set of really good slides and I can add local content. So here's the concept, and here's the picture of our truck one doing the concept. Here's a picture of our rapid intervention team doing, doing, doing the de demonstrating how, what Phoenix learned, which is in the book, which isn't in any of the other books. So that's, that's, that's sort of the cool stuff that, that the learning system does. It is customizable for both the instructor and for the program administrator. And for a student, there are five or six different ways a student can learn the content. And that's really important because we've discovered with, with adult learners that about 20% of them really struggle with distance ed. The systems in place at GABL Learning counteracts that, gives them many different ways to stay on track and, and reinforce what they're learning and to make it a really worthwhile experience. And the documentation is there for any type of accreditation requirements or any type of university or college uh, tracking system. So I think it's an excellent system and it's, it's a tremendously great component. And finally, Mike, what trends are you seeing in this market and how are they addressed in your program? So some of the trends that the book helps address are the following. Uh, a fire officer today is a component, an important component, in the national response framework and the instant command system that since Katrina and since uh, the hurricanes, every fire officer, regardless of where they're at, is considered a member of the national response framework. So we provide the information in the book for them to function there beyond just fire suppression activities because as the IFC has identified, fire, fire officers are becoming all hazard specialists. So we give them some of the tools to function in that role as a sector chief or as a division chief or as a, or as a unit supervisor that they can function in a wide variety of roles. And we've seen in real life that generally speaking, Fire personnel do much better in the national response framework than anybody else. So we give them the tools for that. The other trend is, as we've mentioned before, that, that the, the folks taking reading this book now and the folks taking the test now are seeing a dramatic change in the working environment. When we did the budgeting chapter, and this is the second, the second edition, like first edition, the first ones to have budgeting in it, you know, uh, we, we were really, really originally worried about one of our questions saying it might have been too extreme about how austere measures were. Well, apparently we were right on track, unfortunately, about how tight it is. So we talk about in the budgeting area about how to function with austere resources and, um, and handle what in the past would have been unprecedented reductions in, in, uh, in resources. And that's also reflected as part of our analysis of what some of the standards are. And we looked at line of duty deaths and we look at the uh, the death of Technician Wilson in Prince William County, one of the learning points was is that the NFPA deployment standard 1710 assumes a certain size uh, house, a one-story house of a certain size, and the house that, that, uh, that Technician Wilson died in was five times that big. And, so that, and that's a learning point that needs to be promoted. Uh, the, the final trend is that well, we've, we've talked about it now in both first and second edition about the baby boomers leaving. What's occurring right now is that they're staying. At least they're staying right now until the money finally comes back. So, so anticipate within the next, hopefully the next five years, um, the economy gets a little better and these guys finally retire. But So we're going to see a more, rap, more rapid change in the book with, with the Station 5 scenarios where 
where the new lieutenant suddenly becomes uh, the supervisor of the whole crew, that scenario is becoming more and more common, where in some parts of the United States, a fire, a fire company now, two-thirds of the crew have less than five years on the job. That's going to continue to occur, and we're going to see a spike as soon as the economy recovers, as these guys finally can retire and move on. Thanks again for taking time to speak with us today, Mike. Thank you very much. It's great to brag about the book. That concludes this installment of the 2011 Fire Authors Podcast Series. What you listened to was a previously recorded interview that occurred at FDIC with Mike Ward, author of Fire Officer, Principles and Practice, 2nd Edition. We certainly appreciate that he took time to sit with us during that conference. To learn more about this textbook or to request a complimentary review copy, visit go.jblearning.com slash fireofficer. That's go.jblearning.com slash fireofficer. Jones & Bartlett Learning, a division of Ascend Learning, is a world-leading provider of instructional, assessment, and learning performance management solutions for the secondary, post-secondary, and professional markets. To learn more about Jones & Bartlett Learning, visit the corporate website at www.jblearning.com.